The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday morning as we study the source of truth, of course, which is the Word of God. Uh, We're glad you're with us as we've been going day by day, verse by verse, through the book of 2 Corinthians. And uh, if you're looking for how to maybe watch other ones, we are in the process of adding it to Grace Baptist Church's YouTube channel, and we'll have that hopefully by the end of the week, several of these episodes up at least, hopefully this week's up. Uh, But right now it's on my, my Facebook page and my Instagram page, and you can look those up and go back and follow back a few episodes. When it gets onto YouTube, it's easier because you can just go back a few videos and hopefully we'll get that up here by the end of the week. Right now we're continuing. We're actually going to finish 2 Corinthians chapter 10 this morning. And as you're following along, we're in verse 12. Let me just give you a little bit of context. As you know, Paul's been confronting, not necessarily confronting, but confronting the false teachers in this church. He's been warning the church. He's been training them. How do you deal with this? How do you move forward? Uh, How do you respond to these things? And he's really been trying to help them giving them principles. And I I like the way he does it. It's less about they're wrong and I'm right. It's more about what does God's word say? Get down to that foundational truth. And I I believe that was all my heart. One of my jobs is to teach the principles of the word of God, those foundational principles that not only will answer the question you're facing right now, but tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Those principles are lifelong. And these are the things that that Paul's trying to teach, trying to give them a girded, a strong foundation so that way when they're confronted with the things of the world, uh, they're able to have an answer in that truth. And that's what they're running into right now. This church has has been infused with false teachers and there's a lot of the human nature you can see in it. And it also allows us to hear. We met before because you know if you're watching this in line I'm guessing you may watch others and so you're going to find that there's a lot of people out there who have varying opinions different opinions of different things from Bibles translations versions what this mean interpretation things of that nature and it can become confusing I hope we understand that the filter of right and wrong is not between one man and another or one teacher and another the filter of right and wrong is how does that person match up with God's word so this is what we're trying to teach and we're going to jump into verse 12 as Paul gives some great things for the church to learn that he's writing this letter to, but for us to learn as well. Verse 12, he says, For we dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. Now, here's literally what he's saying, and it's really kind of wordy way to put it. Um, basically, the false prophets, these false teachers are saying, well, I'm better than Paul because of this. I'm more talented than Paul. And what they were saying is their talent was not based on their knowledge or the reason they should be followed was not based on knowledge. It was solely based on whether they were better than somebody else. And so they were kind of establishing this humanistic standard of teaching. Well, I'm better than this. I have a bigger following this. I have in today more likes, more views, more subscribers, whatever term you want to use. More people know my name. So therefore, since more people know my name, I'm better. And that, that's what they were doing, comparing themselves. And by the way, unfortunately, it doesn't change a lot today. Um, you, know, it can have, you can see politics and preachers. You know, this guy brings this guy in so they can get known. They can get known on different channels. And, and that's unfortunately still happening today. Uh, but especially amongst false teachers, because false teachers are less concerned with the truth getting out, more concerned about being known, more concerned about being seen, more concerned about having a following. And 
in a day and age where on certain social media you get enough subscribers and you get enough people you can make decent money in the social media realm a lot of people have run to that because the truth generally frightens people away um, so that's it still happens today so be careful what you're filtering that it's not about usually what you see is you see somebody criticizing another teacher uh, that's generally where you can see that in there paul says we're not going to do that we're not comparing ourselves amongst ourselves see verse in verse 13 however we will not boast beyond measure but within the limits of the sphere which god appointed us a sphere which especially includes you for we are not overextending ourselves as though our authority did not extend to you for it was to you that we came with the gospel of Christ, not boasting of things beyond measure, that is, in other men's labor, but having hope that as your faith is increased, we shall be greatly enlarged by you in our sphere. So here's what he's talking about. He goes back and he said, not overextending ourselves. Um, and he says in verse 13, we will not boast beyond measure, but within limits. These verses have a really great thought. He says, we're not trying to say we are more than we are. We mentioned this Sunday morning in the service, and I think it's important to catch uh, God has given each of you a gift, given each and all of us gifts, strengths, weaknesses, and then he's given us a calling that we need to be able to use that in. Some are great with young children, some teens as their things, some adults, and you know, some are just a natural you know, evangelistic outreach person, some are great in counseling. And we should strive to grow in these areas, but here's the point. He was saying, we're not trying to go beyond what God called us to do. Paul had acknowledged God's calling which had followed through with the gifts God had given him. Paul wasn't trying to get beyond that. God, you know, Paul had a very specific calling from God. His goal was to help establish and strengthen this new local church. And uh, he was trying to teach that and establish that. He was writing all of the things that God had called him to do. And Paul says, I'm going to embrace the calling God's given me. I'm going to embrace the gifts God's given me. And I'm going to live within my sphere. I'm going to flourish in that area. And one preacher put it this way, I'm going to grow where I'm planted. You know, think about it, Psalm 1, he said, the passage talks about this blessed, happy man. He should be like a tree planted by rivers of water. I love the phrase that uh, Spurgeon makes a great point there. He's a tree planted. What's the point? He didn't put himself there. God planted him there. He planted them with multiple rivers and so that he had an opportunity to get all the nourishment necessary. But he was there placed by God, planted by someone else. When God gives us gifts and then puts us somewhere, he's put us there. He's got a reason for it. Paul says we're not going to stretch beyond the gift that God's given us or try to be like that person or be this or try to become what we want to be. We're going to embrace what God has given us and the calling is put, and we're going to strive in that. We're going to flourish in it and allow God to use that. And what Paul was saying is I'm not about to try to compare myself with these other men. They may be better speakers. They may be whatever, but God's called me to this, and this is what I'm going to stand. What a wonderful truth. He goes, our goal is that you would be enlarged. He goes, my job is to help you to grow and enlarged in Christ. Then he continues in verse 16. He says, to preach the gospel in the regions beyond you and not to boast another man's sphere of accomplishment. He says, I'm not worried about being known. I'm not worried about being recognized. I'm not worried about bragging on this man or all he's able to do. My job is to reach people and to continue to spread the gospel as far as we're able to do it. But then he finishes in verse 17. But he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. For, no, for not he who commends himself is approved, but whom the Lord commends. He goes, so listen, if you're going to brag on yourself, you're going to find yourself in a lot of problems there. He said, if you're going to glory, glory in God. And simply the point is this, God is going to lift up the people he's going to lift up. John says he must increase, you know, I must increase, he must, he must increase. I keep saying it wrong. He must increase, I must decrease. If I'm going to be used of God and I'm going to be allowed to be influential, God's the one doing it. 
you know, having a big YouTube following or having people recognize me or whatever it would be, it should not be our desire. Our desire is to be influenced, to use, to minister to those around us. So whatever group we have, whatever ministry we have, just love those who've come, be the best we can at those who are there, minister, invest our lives and allow God to enlarge that. But if we get found in the fact that well, I need to be like this person and that person, we miss the purpose. Our job is to glorify God to use our gifts to further the kingdom, to further the gospel for God. And if we were to do that, dedicate our Christ to him, to Jesus Christ, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, move, let God break any, or me, bring any expansion he wants to do. And one thing I've learned, though, is as you use your gifts and talents that God's giving you now, God will give you more. In fact, if you don't use them, you might end up losing them. But if you come in and say, this is what I can do, you know, maybe brand new to church or haven't done, haven't used some of the gifts, you use what God has given you now and you use it to the best of your ability and flourish in that. Not only will God bless that, God will give you more. He'll give you more talents. He'll give you more opportunities. And that's what I've seen. So just embrace where the gifts God's given you. Don't, don't be upset that you're not where you could be. Just be where you are. Love God, move forward and wait and see how God can use that for his glory. Thanks again for joining us on this Wednesday morning. Give me a chance to be part of your day. I greatly appreciate it. Hope you're having a great week and hope you keep your eyes on Jesus. And thanks for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.